0: Thank <laughs>
2: And welcome. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. That's me, along with Captain Patrick Bill, the engineer, and Barry the boater, rounding out the crew on this 4th of July weekend.
3: Okay, this is uh, a, a, a silly thing. I'm just going to throw the, this out there as a silly thing.
2: What? Uh, Roman candles? Sparklers? It's the 7th. Ash? Snakes? It's the 7th. Yeah, but it's the 4th of July. By what
3: standard weekend? is this the 4th of July weekend?
4: This was discussed in the news uh, last week.
3: It, yeah, I understand, but there is no justification for calling this the Fourth of July weekend by of course our
4: it is. bad luck. This
3: the Fourth of July celebrate. was in
4: the middle of the week. Well, it is, but which
2: means you can enjoy both weekends. Well, you could, but it's usually they give everybody off like Thursday or Friday.
3: No, I, they give everybody off Wednesday.
2: And Thursday or Friday. No! Just, yes, no, they do. you
3: haven't had a job
2: in 20 years. Shut up! Did I work Thursday or Friday?
5: <laughs> no. Thank you. I rest my case. Moving on. I blame the United States' failure to adopt the metric system.
3: You know, that makes a lot of sense, really. That well, makes you get right no down sense whatsoever. Well, because a metric week is, uh, a metric month has 30 days in it, three weeks of 10 days each. Okay. We'd be a... It would definitely be the weekend at You some lost point. me
2: at metric system. So, <laughs>
4: you lost me at working for 10 days.
2: Anyway, everyone else in the world is celebrating, or at least in the U.S., is celebrating the 4th <laughs> yes. of July weekend. Everybody
5: else in the world, Every- at least in the U.S., <laughs> possibly in Florida, actually, not quite sure, maybe Orange County,
3: even <laughs> definitely around, on our what?
2: street. Around the world, they're celebrating the 4th of July because it is the United States Independence Day. So you guys can suck
3: it! You know what? I watched and heard... Altogether, too many fireworks over the last five days. Five days for very me smoky. to consider this very to be the Fourth right of now. July.
2: Well, yeah, well, but they they like uh, you know fireworks all weekend, so they don't do it. No, on the all yes, no, no, week. No, no. Well, all it week starts. It yeah. starts.
4: The it starts on July third when people are testing. It after should fireworks. start on
3: July second. You know, July second is actually the day we declared our independence. Can I bring that up? No, I've been bitching about this all week. I would July second is the day we declared our independence. Then, as a legislative body, the Second Continental Congress screwed around for two days trying to decide exactly what words should be used mm-hmm. to declare our independence. Right. I have. This is why I have high blood pressure. You have this, high and blood you. Pressure? <laughs> well, this you and two pots of coffee a day. Those are the only things that might possibly result in me Patrick, I push.
2: really would prefer you not push Bill over the edge like that. That's really not appropriate. <laughs> Patrick is
3: so bad all the time. <laughs> all right, so it is, uh, I'll put it in quotation marks, the 4th of July weekend. So
2: you accept the fact that no, it's stupid, even though you disagree with it, everyone else stupid. is celebrating it. Like normal people.
3: Well, it's a great weekend to go boating. Yes, of course. Because it's summer. All the kids are out of school now. There's nobody left in school now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend was right near the end of school
2: for our we kids. We have some scragglers. Yeah. yeah
3: we had, it, it, a whole month up in the Northeast, the whole month of June, kids are going to school. I'll never yeah. understand that.
5: Kids Nuts boating and fireworks. What could go wrong? Nothing is better than going out in 100-degree heat. In a boat and being literally feet away from an engine that is running at 170 degrees in a boat full of screaming, crying kids that do want to do nothing other than go back to shore, huh?
4: Barry, is that your experience? <laughs> that no, I, you? I I anchor far away
2: from those parties.
3: <laughs> hmm. no, no, Barry, surprise uh, the officials.
2: Oh, I thought you were just literally trying to surprise them. Surprise, Barry,
3: surprise. <laughs> Actually, you know, last weekend was Getty Watanabe's birthday. Yeah. And he was in, he was Long Duck Dong. He was in Rush, Getty. No, 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 no. That's a different one? That's a different one. So so Getty Watanabe was in 16 Candles. He played Long Duck Dong. Of course. Uh, And he was also in UHF. And he jumped out of the closet and yelled, Surprise! It was the supplies closet.
2: Okay, thank you for sharing that nonsense. Supplies closet.
3: Anyway, all of that... Barry, yes. the commander of surprise, also the master. Who knows of his boat and his domain? Theoretically, hmm. uh, unrelated. You you have had your family out on the boat. You are a a boater like no one on this on this panel. Because Patrick is apparently tired of everyone who enjoys boating. Well, it's because he and, works in it. And Greg and has worked in it for...
5: Far too long.
3: Essentially all of our lifetimes. Mm, right. He he remembers a time of Iron Men and Wooden
4: Ships. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, wait. Patrick? Yes.
4: Would but, you like to upgrade the cannons to your yacht?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Would you like the 10-pounder or the 12? <laughs> uh, we have a nov-
3: a lovely new Napoleon in completely unrelated to anything what i'm asking barry is yes. a weekend like this a holiday
4: weekend is this the sort of time when you avoid boating uh sometimes it depends on the weather the weather this summer has been really um flaky for some reason we've been having thunderstorms every day so did he say lakey flaky flaky oh flaky, flaky. i was gonna flaky. say lakey like a white a good fish thing. i mean I, like a white nice. fish. Yeah. yeah. But you know what has been nice is that the wind has been very calm, so the seas have been flat. Lakey. Yeah, it has been yes. On. Yeah, it's been flaky and lakey.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, but from a surfing standpoint, it's been horrible.
4: Yeah. That's right.
2: Well, we're not but, surfing.
4: Uh,
5: we're not the world of surfing, Patrick. We're
3: well, Patrick likes surfing. I know. Give him something that he likes, please. I'm Focus. begging you.
2: All right. <laughs>
4: So He's almost smiling now, thinking of surfing. But I think but then the, remembering what, how bad it is now. I'll, that. I'll go out. I'll go out on the weekend. Okay, but on Fourth of July, no, I did not go out. A lot of boaters go out on the Fourth of July to watch the fireworks, but I won't go out during that time because it's there's, there's just craziness.
5: Yeah. Smart man,
4: you leave
2: the holidays to the amateurs, is what
5: you're right. saying. Yeah, well, or
4: you you go on a, you go on someone else's boat, let them do the work. Mm-hmm. And Another offer, thi- you know, I'll bring two six packs and that's it. Another thing related to this is that
3: the Operation Dry Water, in full effect this weekend, mm. into this weekend, where law enforcement is specifically looking for boaters who have been drinking. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder, I, I, I don't wonder, I think sometimes that it must be difficult to tell in most circumstances whether or not it makes sense to... Investigate a boater or not? What? What? How they're handling that boat? Yes, it, it, to just be able to tell whether or not an operator is under the influence. Well, you can't well, judge like by
5: drive. You can't judge by the boat swerving because most people with a single uh, stern drive or single outboard, single prop, um, they fail to take into account the uh, counter-effects of a prop turning one direction and that they have to counter-steer. Also, as that boat is moving through the water, it effectively is making a hole behind the transom, which rapidly fills with water and exerts pressure up against the boat, which also causes the transom to tend to kick out one direction or the other, usually to the starboard side, so people being as impatient as they are, especially when it comes to boating, will crank the wheel the opposite direction way too far. They don't wait for the boat to respond because they feel that it's not coming around quick enough, so they crank it even more to its full stop. Then the boat all of a sudden swings. Now they have to come back the other way, so now you're having a boat going down the waterway doing these big S-turns. And if a law enforcement official was looking for somebody under the influence, that is not a clear sign of being under the influence. That's a clear sign of being an unknowledgeable, impatient boater. Learn how to use your boat! Or... It's a South Florida boater. Well, I don't think that you can say that that's
3: a definitely regional thing. I think well, that there I, are boaters like boat,
4: that everywhere. I boat in South Florida. That's what I see out here.
3: Okay, well, that's just, that's yeah. just absurd. I
4: mean, <laughs> so yeah, it I must don't. be the law. <laughs> it must be. Right. <laughs> or, or you watch them at the boat ramp when they're trying to either launch or... Um, uh,
3: it's a sign of an ex- inexperienced well, yeah.
4: boater or a boater who doesn't really know how to operate...
2: Their
3: vessel. Well, I don't know.
2: The uh, marine or, patrol or, or coast they, guard doesn't need a reason to pull you over. And that's I really know. what I'm saying. So what they do is they just pick somebody and say, uh, "Okay, pull your okay, sir. Uh, I'd like you to walk this line right here." And if they hesitate, go yes, sir, and, and start you know jumping off the
5: boat and trying to walk a line.
2: You know, okay, oh, we got I, one. I, I don't All right, but what if you come across sobriety. that
5: one guy that jumps out on the water and starts walking across the water? <laughs> How? Yeah, he has re- he has risen yeah. on the 4th of july
4: I here's what they're, nice. they're gonna look they're gonna look for people that are exceeding the slow speed limit they're gonna look for 15 foot boats that have 12 people on them they're
5: gonna look uh, for people that are uh, riding, riding up on the gunwale legs and arms extended through um open containers of alcohol And really, any other reason that they have, they really don't need a reason. They can just, under the guise of doing a vessel safety check. So don't do it and play it safe. More coming up on the World of Boating.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network.
2: Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That's me, Captain Patrick, Bill the Engineer, and Barry the Boater on this Independence Day weekend. Whether Bill the Engineer appreciates it or not, we are celebrating accordingly without booze, but plenty of fireworks. By the way, I'd be careful uh, how you move around in your seat. You might just set off an explosive, Bill.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, check under your seat, and you've got a bomb, and you've got a bomb.
5: Listen, if this show falls below... 40 words per minute. It will explode. You must keep this show moving. Speed (sighs) commercial. Speed four. (laughs) Yes.
3: (laughs) This time it's impersonal.
2: (laughs) Mm. Okay. So So don't drink and boat for the weekend. Here we are at the
3: beginning of July, too. Right. And this is the first weekend that for the whole weekend, new boating laws uh, apply in a number of states across the country. For whatever reason, July first is a very popular date for state legislation to become active. And as a result, Tennessee has some really uh, has some new boating laws, including uh, anyone born after July first, nineteen eighty nine, needing to obtain a safety education certificate before they can rent a boat. Yeah, uh, California has new laws.
2: One of the by one of the skills they have to master, though, they have to be able to sing Rocky Top. Is factually inaccurate. I, I thought I saw that.
3: I know you think you it thought. It was on the internet. I think I thought I saw it. No. Rocky W. Like me.
2: No. See, I could pass. You failed.
3: <laughs> uh, California's new uh, boater card online regulations, those started back in January, but there's a, a new age thing that kicks in on July the 1st this year. And
5: an interesting thing about California and Arizona is Lake Havasu. Where because of it kind of splits between the states, Mm -hmm. you got to be really careful out there um, that you're abiding by the, always defer to the state with the most regulations, and you'll be Which is going to be California.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It almost doesn't matter what you're talking about, the state with the most regulations is going to be California. Mm Mm-hmm. But that is a really good point, because it shares a border, Mm -hmm. and- it's going to be policed differently on different sides
5: of the lake. Yeah. One side, party central. The other side is hear um, the crickets. Yeah. <laughs> True. It's a, it's a little,
3: little A, little B. All right. So uh, we have some other news stories as well. Uh, but this was the week that you were going to get a chance to rebut everything that Greg has ever said.
2: I rebut you, Greg okay moving on
3: <laughs> and again you have been rebutted uh, you know we talked last week about some of the some of the business stories that were out there uh, involving uh, Brunswick yeah. and Volva Penta uh, here's another story uh, which is from June but uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it and that is uh, BRP that's bombardier yep which is held by a private equity firm uh, and that is acquiring the... uh They, they acquired a Lumacraft, uh-huh. and they're going to create a new BRP marine group because uh, previously Bombardier hadn't really been
4: in the boating biz. Now. No, they made uh, the Wave Runners.
3: Which is it? It's not a boat. Uh, Personal watercraft. C-dew.
4: It's not, ra- ra- it is, it's mean, not C-dew. a C-dew. boat. It's not a boat. Sea-Doo
5: was a boat. It's not... <sighs>
4: You have to have your numbers on the side of the boat. You have to have your PFD and all the other safety equipment. Well, they're definitely in a different segment with Alumacraft.
5: They are, but what is more telling about this is BRP is headquartered in Canada. And this now allows them, with the aluminum and steel tariffs... To go right into production of aluminum boats in Canada, and not have to look at importing boats from the U.S.
2: Okay, but they were they're based there, uh, Bombardier. Bombardier, yeah, yes. they're, they're based there anyway, right? That's where they were. Well, I think that in, that's
3: in Canada. Yeah, that's the point Patrick's making, right? Because they've purchased Alumacraft mm-hmm. now. Alumacraft boats can be made in Canada and not have to worry about the U.S. restriction on aluminum and steel imports. Sounds like a good
5: move for them. Well, well it is Bombardier a good move Bombardier Could
4: have just started building aluminum boats if they wanted to.
5: They could have, but the the challenge there is with the preponderance of aluminum craft available. You would have to come out with something that. Nobody else has really done yet to really kind of stand apart from what's out there. So by acquiring a line that's already been established, it's a pipeline that's already in place, and you really don't have to spend the marketing uh, capital on kind of promoting that brand. It's already there. Okay. Never heard of them. What? Alumacraft?
2: Yeah, I haven't heard of those guys. Are they are they like pontoon they, aluminum boats or what? They make what? aluminum fishing boats. So like if pontoons you've, or No, if
3: you seen if you've seen an aluminum fisher it, it looks like a rowboat. Okay. With, so with, with an outboard, with, a, on it. with an outboard, so like a step a up from a canoe. Motor. Well, it's a much more stable platform for yeah. fishing.
5: Well, it, for it, for looks, fishing. it looks
4: it looks similar to uh, it's a uh, to uh, surprise except that instead of being center console, they're dual console. They're dual
2: Small console, du- which, which yeah, means starboard
5: control. side drive, port side right. glove box.
2: Okay, so they're big. They're not a swamp boat like you'd see down in the Everglades.
5: No, it's a, no, it, they're well, they're set up for like uh, the boats that you would see up in Minnesota and that for walleye fishing and mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, up they're bay in, boats, but all aluminum. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And there's a huge market for those type of craft, especially up in. Uh, let's say, the upper Midwest, the Great Lakes area, uh, is huge. Uh,
2: Why aluminum over
5: fiberglass? More uh, durable? It's it's the durability. It's what the boat's being used for, um, especially in the environment. There's a lot of cold weather uh, fishing that goes on mm-hmm. uh, with those particular types of boats. Uh, you may encounter the occasional um, ice flow that you probably don't want to come in contact with with your fiberglass hull. Right. So they're a little bit more durable. Uh, Lighter, um, but Uh, closer to the water, less freeboard, uh, more akin to what you would find maybe in a bass boat as far as seating, uh, unless you're getting into the much larger ones, which, again, uh, in a dual console setup, would be more what you would find in a larger size bow rider, which, you know, a true uh, bucket seat uh, versus kind of a sit-down bench seat that you would find in, in a lot of these. But, again, this is a way, the way that I see it, that BRP being uh, kind of seeing the way things are going uh, with the tariffs, that this, they have a market now up in Canada that will consume their product greedily because they're not going to want to pay the tariffs on stuff coming
3: in from the U.S. Alumacraft, by the way, was based in Minnesota, so treacherously close to Canada
0: already. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network.
2: This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer, Barry, the boat, around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Jaguar. You familiar with jaguar? The the rodent? or It's not a rodent. It's <laughs> rodent. a mammal. It's a really big it's a rodent. Mammal. It's a cat. It's a rodent.
3: It's a cat. It's, it's, okay, it's, it's a, a g-
4: jaguar. It eats jaguar. rodents. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it, wow. Wow. <laughs>
3: They're also a luxury car maker. Oh yeah, yeah, they do that too. And they compete in Formula E racing on land Uh and the Jaguar Vector V twenty. You're not saying it correctly. Elect Jaguar.
4: Yes, Jaguar. There
3: we go. Uh, The Jaguar Vector V twenty E electric racing boat has achieved an average speed of. Care to guess? Fast. Care to guess the wait, wait, average wait. speed of the electric racing boat in two
4: passes? Is this a hydroplane? It it looks for all the world the, like
5: this would be This would be what would be known as like an SST 120 class, so a pickle fork type boat. I'm going to say 120. Okay. 120, 120 say miles
2: per hour. Nah, uh, 145. 45.
5: And the answer is, Bill? I'm going to say I'm going to go back to the future with 88 miles per hour. The closest...
3: Rounding to the nearest mile per hour, yes, is Patrick. Oh, it's oh, actually man. eighty-eight point six one miles per hour. Wow! It's like he reads the website, or it's I just like watch Back were to sitting the Future next to each other. <laughs> yeah, so, it's like he reads the website when stories get posted. So when there, it got weird. that
2: fast, it ended up in nineteen eighty-two. Uh, no, it's
3: this speed doesn't seem too fast. 88.61. Well, it's pretty fast. It's pretty fast, Heck but yeah. it's, it's, it's not as fast as gas-powered boats go. Well, how fast do you really have to go? It's 12 miles per hour faster than the previous record for an electric boat, which was 76 miles yeah, per hour. Yeah,
2: but that that is, freaking, that is freaking fast, Bill. Come is on, fast. let's be real. Now, uh, and, and you figure you don't have the gas costs. And and the maintenance issues right,
5: hold on, hold on Here we go again This is a race boat Right Okay So this isn't a a commercially available boat This was built just to look at It's the
2: future Did you not hear 88 miles per hour? They came back from the future to share this technology with us today Where's Michael J. Fox?
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network
5: Lance? Well, we usually, um, well, my dad's birthday's on the 4th. Well, that's nice. Yeah, and, and, and ever since he, um,
1: did I tell you my dad was decapitated in a boating accident? No. They never found his head, but the rest of him is out, just out by Pomona.
0: Uh-huh.
1: The accident actually happened on the 4th, oh, so, wow. yeah, it was crazy. You were
0: being selected as a woman of the king. This
2: is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer, and Barry, the boat, are rounding out the crew on this 4th of July weekend. Hopefully, you're uh, making the best of it. All right, so uh, we got a few more stories to share, do we well, not? Oh, we miss? absolutely do. Uh, this story is
3: from uh, the ABC affiliate in Miami, Local 10 News. Dun, 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 dun. And uh, this story is about the Coast Guard. Halting an illegal charter yacht operation in Miami. You
5: don't yes. say. Yes.
3: What are the odds? So this is the uh, the story of the Zenith. The Zenith is a sixty-five foot uh, pleasure yacht, and it was uh, it, it has scheduled charter charter mm-hmm. for hire. Yeah, and and this makes sense to me that if you charter for hire, that You need to meet certain minimum standards, and uh, the Coast Guard has certain certifications which you need to have if you are going to take money to take guests' places. A concerned passenger notified the Coast Guard after the yacht collided with the Venetian Causeway. Is anyone on the show familiar with the Venetian Causeway?
2: Uh, It's in Vegas. Uh, They have a casino and a really cool uh, showgirl show.
3: It is in Biscayne Bay. Group. It's okay. in Biscayne Bay. Oh, yes. Oh, and it's it's an is, it, okay. it is an older bridge. It was. It is an older bridge. This is the sort of thing which, if you had a kayak, you might be able to go under. Right. Otherwise, or a gondola
2: would be more appropriate. No, wouldn't?
3: a gondola would be too tall. Oh, it, it needs to be a kayak. You need to be able to duck to go underneath this causeway. Otherwise, it is the sort of hazard which you should. Wholesale avoid, and this charter ran into it. It's uh-huh. essentially it ran into a bridge that is. Am I exaggerating if I say this is eight feet off the water total?
4: No, you're not. But there is a draw section that you're supposed to go through. Right, they're nowhere near it. Ah, it's not visible in the
3: photo. <laughs> so
2: is the captain like uh, behind the helm, and then uh, you got Jose out on the bow there? Go, hey, we're we gonna make it, like, Charlie. Why, why does I, it have to be a no. Jose? Why can't I, I be? Why can't happened. it
5: be a Bob? Or a, it's a Joe... It's Miami. Easy. Oh, character. Patrick,
4: Wow. This is what Patrick's going to say. They All right. So the Jeep. No. Well, well what Patrick's, wait, wait. He's going to say listen. what? What? Get it out, Barry. Well, give me a chance. He's going <laughs> to say they set the GPS and no one was at the helm because they were running electronically. Is that what you're going to say, Patrick? No. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what? There's no. There's no reasonable expectation that in Biscayne Bay you'll be running off the GPS. No, I, I, I think,
2: you know, the guy's on the on the bow and he's shouting back to the captain and the captain saying, hey, we're going to make yeah, it? No, oh, no. yeah, yeah, I think, no. oh, we no, got no, it, we no. got no. it. no, no, we're not going to get it.
3: No, no, this is... It this is, is as, a low bridge. It is as easy to avoid this bridge as it is to avoid your house. It is the same type of obstacle. It is not something which you think, "Oh, maybe we could make it under." Well, it is the sort of thing which you say,
5: "Have hey, an excuse. We need to go around this." Let me let me put this in uh, create paint a picture that you will understand, Greg. Okay, thank you. You are at the controls of a seven forty seven. Yeah, <laughs> and you are trying to put it, or your intention is to put it into your garage of the house, <laughs> huh? That is what this guy – now, I don't think he was trying to go under the bridge at this point. Something happened. I don't know if it was a – they suffered some type of a failure and wound up up against the causeway, but they should never have been in that type of proximity to it mm-hmm. um, for this to even occur.
2: All right. But we don't know what their excuse is or, or if they had one.
5: Well, it turns out that they're not, they're not set up to do charger, charters. Right. Were they even the owners of the vessel? Uh, Yes, the owner and the operator of the vessel faces a
3: $41,546 fine for not having a valid certificate of inspection
2: or stability letter Mm. and was not using a credentialed mariner. Well, that's better than what I thought, because, you know, when you started the story, I I actually asked this of the captain a couple weeks ago when I was in Long Beach, when we were cruising up and down uh, the coast and looking at all these fancy boats and, and houses... Mm-hmm. uh along california and i was like you know it, it was a weekday it was the afternoon these boats you know don't go out very often if they go out at all they're like vacation homes i was like what keeps someone from just you know docking right up to the house and acting like they live there and hey we'll take the we'll take the boat out for a while you know kind of like uh, you know you hear about these stories about the people renting a house on craigslist maybe and it's the dogs out. No, there's no Wait. dogs on the marine. Apollo
3: and Zeus will keep you out. No, no. They don't have
2: to. You, they can get right to the boat. The boat's right there on the water. They don't have to go But what does this have to land. do with an
5: illegal charter? I'm, because, I'm, well, I'm saying. Did I, did, did I miss yes,
2: connection? Yes, you're missing what I'm saying. It's What I'm saying is I'm surprised they even own the boat. I mean, could somebody like charter a vessel, or say, "Oh yeah, we're going to charter this yacht for you," ya, uh, and they don't own it, but know that the owners are away on holiday, they're snowbirds, and they just take. Uh, so
3: you created some a, a completely fictional scenario. No, it's to not muddy fictional. You see those the stories?
2: They they okay. advertise on Craigslist no, and they it, say you want to uh, rent a house, and then they they
5: rent the house and start to move in, and then realize, "Oh wait a minute." No, here's what happens because what's come into vogue the last few years is kind of an airbnb for boating so where people want to to help uh spread the cost of their their boat or their yacht right they offer it up for people to rent yeah so okay. you get somebody that negotiates a price to rent let's say it's a 50 or 60 foot yacht in turn they've already rented that as a charter for like five times of what they just paid to rent the boat from the original owner that can certainly happen yeah okay but it's also illegal. Well,
2: it's Miami. I just assumed no. It, it, would it be doesn't matter anyway.
5: anywhere. Anywhere where the Coast Guard has jurisdiction, it's okay. it's illegal, right? Um, to run a charter without a properly credentialed captain for that size vessel for the number of passengers that you have on board. Um, bear in mind the base license and OUPV operator of uninspected passenger vessel is commonly known as a six pack. Beyond that, like I have my hundred ton master. Uh, near coastal inland waters. Uh, mine is not set up for transatlantic uh, because I just I don't know that I'll ever get to that point where I'm running a ship that big. But yeah, boy, yeah. Really yeah. Patrick leaves the uh, state waters. He's not allowed
2: back in the country. I believe is. Isn't that the legal? No, no, <laughs> no it's
5: not. <laughs> you sure? Pretty sure. Okay, yeah. just checking. Uh,
3: according to Petty Officer First Class. Emily White, we urge people to request to see the vessel's vessel operator's valid credentials or proof of required inspection or examination before hiring a chartered vessel. I would think in a lot of these places, this is probably posted. Probably posted the inspections like you would in an elevator. On a lot of charter operations,
5: you don't. Can I see
2: your credentials, sir? Uh, I have a library card. Okay. Well, that somewhere,
5: but again, a a, a lot of people because they hey charter for hire, hey let's go out on the water for the day. They don't even think to question or ask for that because we're getting a really good deal. These people are five hundred dollars less than company B. Of course, company B is actually legal to do it, and there's a reason maybe why they cost more. but you know, you kind of get what you're paid for. But certainly, as a consumer, you should ask to see the credentials, um, not only of the captain, but if there are mates um, that the it has passed its most recent Coast Guard inspection, um, and that they are explaining to you the uh, proper procedures for you know have the correct number of life jackets that they're easily accessible. Um, And then you have to watch while you're out on the water because even with a properly credentialed captain, they could always turn the wheel over to a mate um, who may not be as uh, adept or as knowledgeable in the waterways. Even with modern electronics, um, bottoms change all the time, and you could find yourself in trouble uh, very quickly.
2: Well, I would imagine you could just observe how the captain and the crew are communicating amongst themselves. If the captain isn't yelling and old and crotchety, that should be your fr- first red flag. You may not have a legitimate captain.
4: Greg. Yes. You notice when we go on Jeff's dive boats, they right. always give that whole itinerary of what's going on with the boat.
2: Yeah, briefing. You know, yeah, there's right.
4: the briefing, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's what you're looking for.
2: Okay. And if they yell, though, So that's not necessarily
4: phone. the crotchety part.
2: Yeah, that's, well that was a dive boat so and it was the lady so it's hard for her to be crotchety
5: now um, something that has changed that we didn't get to talk about um, and we're not going to till after the break <laughs> but we will
2: I hate you <laughs> <laughs> see that's the crotchety stuff I'm you did about that about on right purpose
0: there. it's what I do you're listening to the world of boating radio network have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast.
5: It is a high honor to speak at this Hall of Independence on this day of independence.
0: Let freedom
2: Actually, it was a couple days ago. But we're celebrating accordingly this July 4th weekend on the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill the Engineer, and Barry Couldn't you the at boater. least
3: call it Independence Day weekend? That's what I just said. No, you said no. it was the 4th of July weekend. Yes. And it's the 7th of July. Am I asking too much? Yes, you are.
5: Yes. Clearly. Moving on. Too much math.
3: I, have you ever read a story and said...
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, there's more. Okay, <laughs> yes. go ahead.
3: Have you ever read a story and said somehow this doesn't feel like news? Like, I'm sure we talked about this on a radio show ten years ago. How is it news today? That ever happened to you? Hmm. No, you don't remember a damn thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Good
5: point.
3: Volvo Penta unveils pioneering self-docking yacht
4: technology.
5: I hate Volvo Penta. Hate him. Why? <sighs> Going to need another hour. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hate is a strong word, but I yeah. think it's appropriate in this case. Um, when, a, as engine manufacturers have done, and certainly Volvo Penta has led the way in this, whether it's been the IPS and joystick control, which joysticks, of course, then made their way from pod drives to stern drives, and of course now are prevalent in outboard applications as well. Um, and when you can make docking um, fun and enjoyable. That's great. Now you're making it to where you don't have to have any skill at all other than handling dock lines, which I know for a lot of boaters is enough of a challenge. This. This doesn't help. This makes boaters. Dumber. Part of what I enjoy about boating is is the same reason why I don't use an autopilot, is I like to drive the boat. I like my hand on the wheel. I like my hands on the throttle. I like to feel the boat respond um, no matter what conditions I'm in because it's how I learn how to run a boat in these conditions. If I'm letting the computer do it, I don't learn anything. Same thing with joysticks. I prefer to use the shifters to dock because it's a skill and it's something that you have to practice and become adept at and it's something you should take pride in and when now we are going from joysticks to letting a computer maneuver the boat and back it into a slip What's the point of boating? You know, I I hate to say this,
3: because he does sound crotchety. Big time. <laughs> but I agree with him. Really? But, well, here's why. When when I last captained a boat or piloted a boat, I didn't really captain it so much. I had, I had one person on the boat, and damn, she never did anything I said. So to say I was captaining is really overstating it. But... What... There was nothing more satisfying than when I was successfully able to bring the boat right into the slip. Now, I was just pulling it in, and I chose the easiest one. That's all right. And I went right into it. Yeah. But the first time I did it, and it was not back and forth and back and forth. It was, I did it, and we cut power, and we glided in, and I was able to tie it off, and we were done. That was satisfying. Satisfying in a way that turning on the auto dock is never going to be.
2: Well, that may be. However, uh, the computer can act as a backup. I mean, look at it like, you know, the cars. we got self-driving cars coming, but we already have driver assist. My uh, truck has this. And, and you need it. I'd still drive the it gets truck. used way too much. No, it doesn't. I still drive the truck. But, uh, if I get too close to the car in front of me or. God forbid if you were not paying attention it automatically applies the brakes. A lot of people can relate to that. Why wouldn't that be a great
5: You shouldn't having? be driving then. If you don't. If you can't pay attention to what's ahead of you and know not to be following too close, you shouldn't be, be behind the wheel of a vehicle to begin with. If you can't maintain a lane because you're too busy playing Candy Crush on your friggin' cell phone, well, if you, let you let shouldn't boat, be behind the wheel of a car. And if you, get and your, if you can't boat. dock a boat without the use of a computer, maybe you shouldn't be behind the wheel of a boat
2: it's just an added safety uh it's not an added safety thing yeah, if is. the boat
3: does it well and you don't do you it you could do it but no, it can, i mean the, the it could take
2: control or or say no hey you're getting too close to the dock i'm gonna kick in oh i didn't put in enough thrusters to get me back off of it and maybe it kicks in and kind of that's as not how extra. this works sure it is no, it no no it's not no it
3: could if, if it is not how this works.
2: It's not how any of this works. No, you sit there, pretend you're docking the boat, but you actually let the computer do it for you. That's and, the yeah. Greg docking system, which GDS could also stand for something else. <laughs> but everybody watches like, wow, that's impressive. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. You noticed I only did that with one hand. You're welcome.
4: You need to take pride in your seamanship. and yes. You don't have any seamanship if your computer's doing it for you. That's 100% right. true.
2: That's now, only true if people know that I'm using the computer. All right, so they're boaters. They're, they're one level away from fishermen. We're always lying. Come on, let's be honest.
4: <laughs> one lightning strike and that computer's
2: out. Okay, <laughs> maybe <laughs> so. And on that note, we'll have to end it for this week. Thank you. We goodness. all agree once again that I am right. <laughs> Remember, whether happened. it's sail or motor, life, life, is is better life is better as, as a, a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.